Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Laura Capon. I'm Paisley Gilmore. And this week we'll be joined by Love Island legend, Megan Barton Hansen. My fave. I love her. Is she your favorite? Yes. She's bisexual. <laughs> is that, and is that the only <laughs> reason why? <laughs> and I've interviewed her before and she just talks so openly about sex. And I just think she's great. And I think we need more people like her on mainstream TV. So I'm, I'm really excited. You are a fangirl. Also, is there anyone that we've um, had on the podcast that you're not either friends with or have interviewed with? <laughs> I'm always the third wheel. <laughs> No, we had Danielle Vanier, the woman who came out at 33, and she was your internet oh, friend yeah. and I didn't know her. Yeah. All right? One nil to me. This is what happens when you're the one who does all the hard work behind the scenes of the podcast. <coughs> me. You get your mates on. <laughs> oh, she just publicly shamed me. It's it's true. It's true. I know. No, um, it's my realm. It's my job. It's fine. Exactly. I'm just here to um, ask the kind of obvious questions. That yeah, that's your. That role. Everyone else is thinking, <laughs> and you're the progressive one. <laughs> I'm glad you know your place in this world. And um, how did this intro become me having a go at you? I'm really sorry. I don't know. Should we go into our planned intro? Yes. Um, which was we were going to talk about um, the messaging phase of dating. So when you first um, start talking to someone, and start dating, and those kind of initial messages. Um, <sighs> would you like to go first? What's the question? You haven't asked me a question, but I would, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me put it into a question format as you keep I'm having a go at, at you again. What puts you off in the messaging phase of dating? Okay, I have a biggie. And my biggie is if someone doesn't ask me questions, if oh. they, do you know what I mean? If they just go, hey, or they give, <laughs> they make comments, but they don't ask any questions. I'm like, this does not bode well because for me in a relationship and in dating talking about everything and communicating is so important and I also I want someone to be obsessed with me and show interest in me and if they're not even asking me a bloody question I don't have time for it I do find actually so do you find because um I have only dated men and I find that's a very like male problem do you also find that's with women as well uh well, I haven't really dated many women, <laughs> but I have been messaging a few on dating apps and it's definitely more prevalent in the men I've spoken to. Yes. Um, but also there were some women I was speaking to a couple of weeks ago on Hinge who just weren't, um, who were just doing comment, comment, comment. And so I just kind of sacked it off. I'm fully with you on that. I, it's my like mm. number one bugbear. Um, and also I think because of our jobs, I've like 
getting past that, being on a date before. And he said um, it <laughs> felt like he was being interviewed. And it's <laughs> like, well, yeah, I feel like I am interviewing you because you're not giving me anything mm-hmm. back. Um, so I find it really hard because obviously with our jobs, we like question people. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, I can think, you know, you're like, why don't you ask me this? It's like you yeah. almost want to give them prompts. Like, you do. You ask me X, X, X. But, how hard um, is it for them to just flip the question back on you and go how about you like it's not that hard I um, I don't know if it's just like a bit of a maybe a a nervous thing though because I know there's people before that I just then haven't bothered I've just like just stopped replying and mm-hmm. then they'll get back in touch like kind of weeks later and you think I thought you weren't interested at all but yeah do you know what I mean so sometimes I do think it is that miscommunication but I find that so infuriating and I also found I have like trigger words Um, oh tell me (laughs) so if any guy uses the word cheeky now I just block (laughs) them because it always cheeky is always the beginning of just the end (laughs) it's never like I just who uses the word cheeky unless they're about to ask oh. you for like a picture or send you a picture that you didn't ask for. You're so right. It's a certain type of person, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, what are you up to, cheeky? It's just like what they want you to say is like, I'm in bed oh. thinking about you, but really it's like I'm sitting on the loo. <laughs> <laughs> Scrolling through my phone. That's what you should reply in future. Um what other what other things put you off? Um also a bit like um I know this sounds bad, but you know, some people that just want to meet straight away. I know we mm. kind of discussed this when we did the, was it the love languages? We talked about it. I think it was like about if someone is very like secure, but I find yeah. that really hard when it's like, I don't even know anything about you. Like your first thing is like, want to go for a drink? And sometimes I'm like, I just want to know something. Yeah. Cause you need a tiny bit of a connection first. Otherwise it could be a total waste of time. Yeah. So I find that really hard because I get what they're doing and then I feel I don't know you feel like you're kind of calling them calling them out like oh slow down but also Mm -hmm. I just think like well what are you like and then but equally I never know what to kind of you know those I think I'm quite bad at the messaging as well though I'm calling everyone else out I know (laughs) I'm bad because I just don't know like you know you end up doing like what do you do for a job and (laughs) do you yeah it's like do I also care no why am I asking that but I don't know what else to ask what I struggle with is and actually I've been on a few dates with someone in lockdown and we've talked about this how we wanted to ask each other loads of questions but then we'd be like oh no we should save this for real life we shouldn't do this over message this is like a really great conversation to have face to face so what I struggle with in the messaging phase is knowing what to save and knowing what to say in a message yeah so like saying something without saying too much I know what you mean yeah. And also just how, yeah, some conversations are just better in person, aren't they? Rather than just, mm-hmm. but I don't even get to that deep stage. I'm just like, oh, so <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? What did you have for dinner? All good chat, Elsie. Maybe we should get someone on that. Um, yeah, what did you have for dinner? Ugh. Um, maybe we should get someone on that can help us with messaging. Is that a, is that an expert? <laughs> yeah, who would? <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm immediately sure I've got a <laughs> making you do all the work again as the listeners can tell we can see who's in charge here and it is laura capon <laughs> and i am her dog's body <laughs> yeah like, you are my dominatrix find someone that makes me send better messages but we'll do overall <laughs> just very awkward maybe we'll ask I megan who i was gonna say i tell you who will be really good at messaging will be megan bh 
or Megan B. That's my cute nickname for her. Yeah, I'm not going to use that. We never met before. I call her Ms. Okay. Barton Hansen. There we go. She'll really, like that. I won't embarrass you, I promise. We're joined today by Megan Barton Hansen, who appeared on season four of Love Island and is known for being open and honest about sex. She's also spoken publicly about the sexist double standards women are subjected to when it comes to dating and sex. And uh, that's very much our vibe. So hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hey. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Oh, us too. Laura and I are on different ends of the Love Island spectrum in that I'm obsessed and she's never seen it. Oh, why do you always out Never me straight Always out me straight <laughs> away. Um, they need to know. Yeah. Oh, please don't be offended, Megan. I feel like how I can't watch the whole thing as research. Um, I just yeah, I've never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so refreshing though because it's literally every summer it's all people speak about so it's refreshing not to be judged just how you see me on a show do you know what I mean you can base your opinion on the real me oh that's such a nice way to think about it yeah. oh she likes that because it gets her <laughs> off scot-free um <laughs> is that a problem you have sometimes people think they already know you then because they've seen the show yeah, like I have it a lot when I meet people in person. They're like, oh my God, you're so much nicer. Or people be like, oh, if I'm with a friend and they introduce me to another friend, they're like, they're really scared like of you. And I'm like, why? I think I did come across really quite abrupt and like went for what I wanted, which is like, obviously that's in my character, but it was just times 10 because it's condensed. Obviously they've got the whole day and then they've got to make an hour show out of it. So yeah, yeah I, think, I like to think I'm nicer and warmer than I come across. <laughs> And also, I think this is something you've probably spoken about before, but like if a man is shown that way on TV, it's like, oh, he's assertive. He's getting what he wants. But because you're a woman, it's like, oh, she's, you know, too much, which is bollocks. Exactly. But I think as each series goes on, there's always one girl like that. And I love it. It's so empowering to see that. Because before Love Island, you didn't really see that in shows. Like you said, it's always the guy getting what he wants and playing the girls and he's like a proper lad but now girls are starting to do it I love it yeah you've set the precedent now look <laughs> love that um so before you went on Love Island what was your kind of relationship experience not good to be honest so I've only had two serious relationships before Love Island and the longest one lasted one and a half years and that was my first ever boyfriend so it was kind of innocent it was like more friends than anything yeah um and then I started working in the sex industry so I was a dancer I'd done webcam work briefly and I was a glamour model so I the other long-term relationship I had which only lasted about six months that ended and he cheated on me and he was like oh well it's because I feel insecure because of your job and I've always found that with guys I've dated they always and maybe even girls now I've like started to date girls um people do kind of use that job as something against you which was I found really difficult but yeah so before Love Island the relationships weren't great and that seems (laughs) that's so especially yeah especially when they meet you and they it's like not something you've ever hidden like they know straight up that's what you yeah. do people do more on an on a night out <laughs> I think it says more about like his insecurity in himself mm. than anything else really but I hate that that often gets put on women like that like it's your fault for doing that job it's like no nah, you just can't handle it yeah and like you say he knew that when he met me it's kind of you need to accept me like it, it's not the easiest thing to deal with and I get some people are a bit insecure but if you that's the package you've bought do you know what I mean you knew what I was mm-hmm. like so were you kind of 
dating before the show or had you just come out of a relationship and you were like I'll just go on it and see what happens no I was single for a good two years before Love Island and I was kind of dating girls and guys and nothing too serious really just dating I think after you've been hurt I kind of just wanted time by myself for a bit I didn't really want to give someone my all and then possibly be hurt again Mm -hmm. Mm. it's scary putting yourself in that vulnerable position isn't it it's like I don't need yeah. anyone. <laughs> Especially after something so traumatic. Like when I found out he was cheating on me, it was my birthday. It was horrific. Like the worst birthday of my life. Literally blew the candles out on my cake. Was going to go traveling because he wanted to get away from working mm. on the door. I was kind of over stripping at that point. And I was like, oh, let's just go traveling and see where we end up and had all that planned. And then, yeah, I see his phone. He was like, oh, can you grab my phone? I saw his phone and he was like messaging a girl saying how unhappy he was. I was like, get out. <laughs> <sighs> I do think cheating is like, because I've been cheated on and I think it is something that is actually really hard to get over. It's something that does stay with you as well to an extent. Um, Mm. It's really difficult. 100%. Especially when in your eyes you thought the relationship was going fine. (laughs) I was oblivious. (laughs) Do you think it like um, impacted the way you had relationships after that then? Like, did it affect you? I feel like I was definitely less trusting of people or it takes me a lot longer than it would a normal person to trust mm-hmm. yeah did you feel like that Elsie yeah definitely you kind of then like question um everything and I think you think well if they could cheat on me and like you say if you're completely oblivious then you just yeah it's that kind of trust I think that you just don't have like at all um and you yeah, really have I think- to I think get to know the person again yeah like it's there like in relationships after I've obviously like massively trusted someone but it's just take I think longer than the average person would yeah and like no no and want to know their intentions from the get-go but I'm quite honest like that like if I'm meeting someone and I it's just chill when we're just hanging out and having casual sex then I like to know what it is do you know what I mean yeah not get hurt again (laughs) so do you have that conversation because I think I know a lot of Cosmo readers and listeners of the podcast probably want to be able to have that conversation but they're kind of freaked out to to initiate it yeah like obviously not straight away um but say if we've been seeing each other for like a couple of weeks I will and I'm very open and confident in that way because I don't want to be messed around and I think it's nice to know like where it's going I'm open to it and I always make it clear I'm like if it is just like casual for you and you want to see other people that's cool but just let me know so we're on the same page oh I love that I get such a boner for communication (laughs) 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 sorry I said boner and it's only been five minutes I'm sorry um (laughs) how did your kind of dating love life change after the show then like was there a big difference I guess everyone wanted to date you after right (laughs) I doubt it so I came out of the relationship uh came out of the show in a relationship and then I just felt like there was so much pressure which obviously we'd never experienced before it's just like your immediate um friends and family that would know about like you dating someone but now it's like the whole world was watching and I did feel pressure to like keep it going even though I began to see like cracks appear um so yeah that was really hard but then after that relationship it's pretty easy to be honest like the dms are popping but it's just knowing people's intention (laughs) as someone that did how long did you stay in the relationship after the show just out of interest uh I think it's like six months but it's so hard because obviously you've met someone 
on the show and there's no outside stresses there's no bills to pay there's no work there's nothing and then you come out and you've both been given this amazing platform and I kind of had a taste of having money with like the stripping and work I'd done before whereas I think the guy that I was with his main focus was he's been given this amazing platform and rightfully so he went out and done every job under the summer I was like I was more focused on us in a relationship so I think it just broke down because of yeah different priorities yeah you're both in like completely like in brand new stages of your life like that is huge let alone having a relationship um on top of that and everything else you have to kind of cope with suddenly becoming like like you say everyone knows you like in Cosmo it's all everyone talks about in the office (laughs) for like the entire (laughs) summer um people are just obsessed with you (laughs) yeah like people are invested like they've watched for six seven weeks like they're invested like when I've watched I never watched it before I went on but like since I've come out I've watched other series and more recent ones and you're so I'm like oh I really want you to work I really want it to work and it is hard (laughs) (laughs) you said your dms were popping like was this kind of guys and girls who'd watched the show and been like I want to date you now yeah I think so like seeing me on shows and or just the Instagram, I guess. But I just think it's hard for me to be like, okay, are you trying to chat to me because you like what glimpse of personality you've seen? Or is it like a clout thing? Do you want to show off to your friends? Be like, oh, yeah, look, I'm talking to this girl. I was actually on a date once and the guy took a sly picture of me sitting at the table. I was like, oh. what the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you say anything? Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, no, I'm just I just sent it to my friend. I didn't mean it. I was like, no, that's out of it. Like, so that kind of turned it into a joke, do you know what I mean? Or a status thing for him. I just got up and left. I was like, absolutely not. Oh, that is so disrespectful. Yeah, that oof, that makes me just cringe for him. Like, what a what tosser. <laughs> tosser. <laughs> that is such an old school put down, Elsie, and I love it. <laughs> um, you're a huge advocate for sex positivity and anti-slut shaming. Um, how did you come to be so open about sex? Because um, I know that obviously you've stripped. Um, was it like something you've always been quite open about sex from when you were young? Uh, yeah, so I'm really fortunate. Like my mum has always been really open. Like it's never been awkward discussing anything with my mum. So I think where I've been so open with her, that definitely helped. And then stripping, like all the girls in the changing room like they're so unapologetically like themselves and they'll talk about masturbation or like guys they've slept with and things like that so I think it's always been in my character to be quite honest and open but definitely working with brands like Anne Summers allows me to use my voice and just really allow women to feel it's normal it's not taboo anymore for women to enjoy sex and be sex positive. I guess for you do you find it weirder when people aren't like particularly open about sex I just feel like it's kind of not sad but I just feel like oh like the only person you're stopping is stopping you from doing that is yourself like people are going to judge you whatever you do and there's no shame like a man would openly talk about sex with his friends and it's something like it's the human body if we want to talk about it and enjoy masturbation like why not I just think Mm. it's sad when people care too much about other people's opinion why do you think like so many women and I guess people in general still feel so much shame around it? Like, what do you put that down to? I think it is just like society and old fashioned, like a man's allowed to enjoy sex and shout it from the rooftops and stuff. But if you're a woman, 
it's so old-fashioned. It's like how when people get married, the guy can go out on a stag do and do whatever, and then the woman turns up and she has to be, like, wear white and be virginal and pure. Like, it's one rule for one and another for guys. So I guess yeah. it's just how you've been brought up as well. But I just think slowly but surely that people um, and girls see and people like me or people like huge people like Amy Schumer jokes and all her comedy is based around like sex and having one night stands and just un- being unapologetic and honest. And I think that's really refreshing and girls need to see that more to know that, yeah, you don't have to be like that, but you also don't have to, if you have casual sex and you enjoy masturbating and you want to speak about sex, that's also fine. You find, because like, obviously my job is writing and talking about sex and I often find people are kind of intimidated by me have you found that with dating that people are like oh god she's so open and yeah and people think that I have the answer to everything I know everything I'm some kind of like sex guru and I'm really not (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's hard um so what do you use dating apps at all or do you tend to just meet people in real life or so with guys it's like pretty easy I feel like you'll just go in a bar but I've always as I've only recently come out as bisexual I always found it really hard to meet gay girls that was like half the issue before Love Island so I I went on a few dates with girls before Love Island but I just found it really hard to meet um either gay or bi girls so for that I used um a dating app like I think I still got one on my phone actually (laughs) (laughs) and I just set it purely to girls but obviously now being on tv I do get like a few messages like is that actually you? Or I'll get like the odd DM and someone will be like, I think someone's pretending to be you. I'm like, no, hun, it's me. <laughs> Should <you> go <laughs> for the date? <laughs> they think they're being catfished by the fake. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Again. <laughs> um, why, why do you think it's hard to find, um, like, women that kind of you want to date? Is it because there's not, like, just simply as many? Or do you think there's another reason? I think it's just knowing like if I was in a bar and I saw a girl like I wouldn't just approach her I because I'd be like 
is she straight is she, like I don't know it's hard to know so I feel like in that area I'm not confident like with men I'm so confident if I fancy someone I'll go over and be like are you single <laughs> but with girls it's just I do feel a bit more intimidated with girls I guess and maybe because I it's newer for me um so yeah I just find it easier on the app like you both know where you stand yeah and do you think some people have ever questioned like if you were actually bar- like do you know what I mean if they think you've just done it like as a I hate to say it but like as an act of like for like publicity have you ever found that yeah a hundred percent especially um from like fully gay girls are like oh but you actually but I'm like um yeah um I was I was always into girls it was just really hard for me to know how to meet girls and that's why I've done it so publicly on the show like celebs go dating that was a great opportunity because I'd only I think dated like three girls before that point and I was like I really want to get with a girl again. I hadn't in a while come out of a relationship and I was like talking to a few people. But um, I thought it's perfect because then they're going to go out their way and meet girls that um, and find me girls that are gay or bi. So that's why I've done it so publicly. I love that. That is what you said, Elsie, is such a good question because it's such, that's like biphobia at its finest. People are always questioning bisexual women saying like you're either doing it for attention or, Mm. you know, and it's just like people just erase that identity constantly still. (laughs) I was saying it with my friend the other day, actually, because he's a gay guy, but he's also had like relationships with girls. And I was like, do you ever find yourself kind of editing yourself depending on who you're around like if I'm with a girl a gay girl in a relationship I feel like I'll be like extra gay I'll be like oh yeah no I can't I couldn't imagine myself with a guy and and then when I'm with a guy I'd be like they're like but are you actually are you into girls or do you just want to free someone like no I'm actually into girls like it's hard I just think being bisexual is quite difficult so true it's kind of like because a lot of it comes from within the LGBT community it's almost like you feel you don't quite fit in in a straight space or in a in a fully like queer space you're kind of trapped in the in the purgatory sometimes yeah literally (laughs) but also it is the best uh so (laughs) (laughs) best of both worlds it is yeah um what do you look for like in a partner or what do you not look for like what are your red flags and your green flags um I find it really attractive when someone's really driven no matter what it is or they've got a passion so it could be anything something like really geeky like they're into I don't know whatever but I just think having someone with their own goals aspirations is really attractive Mm. um and someone who's supportive of what I've done and like I said obviously my past can be and has been an issue for people um my past that work and stuff so some finding someone who's open and honest and doesn't feel threatened by that is like a great thing for me but like red flags I think there's so many if someone's ever told me they've cheated because of my, on my past I'm like oh my god I'm like running for the hills <laughs> is that a deal breaker then oh, I don't know like if it was a long long time ago then I could see past it I guess it's different when you meet someone and if you have a really good vibe like you'll look past certain things but I don't know yeah it would be difficult I feel I guess it depends on the situation doesn't it yeah Everyone makes mistakes, but then also I know that my guard would be up if I knew someone had cheated. I'd be like, oh, it's going to happen to me. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't need that doubt in my head. But (laughs) until I actually meet someone, like, I don't know, I probably would overlook it if I was, like, 
madly obsessed with someone. <laughs> um, I know you mentioned um, that you work with Anne Summers. Um, so I'm assuming you're into sex toys. Um, have you got any that you'd recommend? Yeah, there's so many. That's why I love working with Anne Summers. So I've been doing edits with them and I pick like four products that I'm really into that month. And I think it's great because it can be overwhelming. Like when you walk into a shop and you're like, oh my God, there's like so many different shapes and sizes. You're like, what do I pick? And it can be overwhelming. So I've done these edits each month and just picked different ones. But um, some of my favorite, they've got a Morgasm range and they do like petite versions of like their best selling products. So they're great for beginners. If you've never used a sex toy before and you want to like ease yourself in, they're just as effective, but they're just slightly smaller. So it's not so scary for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it can feel a bit intimidating. So you could be like, what does that do? Where does it go? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And until you know, like what it does and stuff that some of them are huge and like, oh, like I saw this one and it was like a massager, but you can use it like all over your body as like a natural mm-hmm. massager. And then you can like do more intimate things with it. But yeah, from just walking in a shop, it can be a little bit overwhelming at times. <laughs> yeah, they're quite big. Um, do you also recommend like using sex toys in relationships? Because I know a lot of our listeners and readers are interested but they kind of find it like daunting to bring up with a partner yeah I get that and I feel like sometimes in relationship partners can be a bit like oh feel like replaced almost and it's not that at all I feel like and sometimes I've got so many different varieties of toys whether you're just using it for foreplay or like the whole thing I think really like if you had a partner and you didn't know how to bring it up I would personally just say what I enjoy doing myself with a toy and then maybe like bringing it into the bedroom but I think the main thing is both be comfortable and discuss it first. Like I wouldn't just whip one out mid session. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> look who's joining the party. Yeah, <laughs> but I think communication is like you need to communicate and just be open and honest. For me, a biggest turn on is seeing my partner enjoy themselves. So I think don't be ashamed. Just own what you like doing, and your partner will want to make you happy and make you feel good love that I think it is really interesting about sex toys because I feel like it has really opened up for women because it wasn't until you joined Cosmo Paisley that I'd ever used a sex toy or and I feel like oh. you really um introduced them <laughs> to the because you would say I don't know I just feel like no one it was something like with my friends we never would have spoken about but oh, now really? it feels like like sites like cult beauty and like all sell sex toys now like it's mm-hmm. definitely um I think it's a bit of a what's the word I'm looking for Oh, I've lost my what? I've lost my it's track. It's gone my... mainstream. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sex toys have gone mainstream. But I, like I think it. it's a good thing, though. Yeah, it's kind of being packaged up as like sexual wellness and part of self care, which it totally is. And I think that makes it more accessible for people who might have been a bit daunted in the past. Definitely. Yeah, a hundred percent. It is about loving yourself. Like you'll take time and like. I don't know, go to the gym or do whatever to love yourself. It's just the same thing. It's just taboo because of society. And for years, women haven't felt brave enough or empowered enough to say, do you know what? I like sex too. Like it's a natural thing. (laughs) I know. We're still so scared to though, aren't we? Some of us. I feel like we're definitely getting there. I know. I think so. And obviously what you do, like, you're. I don't know, you're one of the, I guess, first celebs to like really speak openly about like sex positivity and slut shaming and uh being bisexual which I think is so important for people to see people like you talking about it um but it must be scary to have to do that you know yeah I never when I went into Love Island I never thought I'd come out and be 
being this open on such a public level and talking about it and to have this opportunity just to kind of normalize it and let girls know if you are a sexual person if you do like doing these things there's no shame in that I'm not by any means saying like go out and you must be as sexual as me because (laughs) I'm quite extreme but (laughs) yeah I just think I had such a hard time when I come out the villa with like trolling and um horrible headlines and people trying to vilify me just for sleeping with two guys it kind of just like snowballed from there and I thought I'm being slut shamed for something that guys do and that's perfectly fine so just to use my platform and make girls feel like do whatever you want to do it's your body own it as long as you're practicing safe sex do what the hell you want (laughs) I think um a lot of our listeners and readers like really do struggle with kind of insecurity and anxiety around sex because it's almost like a performance anxiety thing um do you have any kind of advice for building up your confidence in sex with other people I would just say explore try different things and like communication I keep saying it but I feel if you're building up in your head and your partner has no idea just communicate with your partner if you're feeling like a little bit nervous or whatever just tell them and just try different things it's like a real bonding experience I think sex and it should be like enjoyed like don't build it up in your head just talk through things and try different things together I think it's really easy to forget that it's meant to be fun and we like place so much um pressure on ourselves but actually yeah just have a laugh (laughs) yeah a hundred percent and like I said before I feel like your partner would enjoy it more when you're enjoying yourself it's very true um so are you dating at the moment are you single are you not asked um, I'm kind of talking to a few people, but nothing serious. Yeah. Has lockdown kind of cock blocked, clip blocked? I don't know what the bisexual <laughs> term is for it. <laughs> Am I going to get um, away with it? I don't know. <laughs> kind of, but it's like done the opposite. I think where I've had this time to just really focus on myself and just like work out and really like self-love I'm not in any rush for the first time like before I've always been in like relationships or gone from relationship to relationship but now I'm just really taking time to enjoy doing things for me I'm like buying a new house and just focusing on work I feel like a lot of people are in that space at the moment like me and my friends have all said that's kind of how we feel it's quite nice and there's like no pressure either because it's like if anyone is like oh why aren't you dating oh there's a pandemic Although <laughs> if I'm still saying it like next year, I reckon people will be like, come on. Yes, I think I'll give you another six months with that excuse and then people will be back on like har- haranguing you for it. <laughs> I love this stage though when it's just like early days talking, dating. Oh, I just remembered what I wanted to ask Megan. Go for it. From our intro at the beginning. So we were saying um, in our intro that we actually kind of, well, do we agree that we hate the initial messaging stage? Yeah. Yeah, so we hate it and we're terrible at it. Can you um, help us with our chat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you're asking the wrong person, literally. Like at first, before I've met someone, I've got no patience. I hate small talk and it's like I feel like we're just going back and forth, especially how hard has it been trying to chat with someone when everyone's in isolation doing nothing? (laughs) Yeah. I spoke about banana bread. I spoke about (laughs) Uno. I spoke about the most boring stuff. (laughs) <laughs> do you have like um an opening line oh no I'm so cringe like Love Island made me out to be this absolute like private dating and getting guys but I'm really geeky <laughs> deep down 
<laughs> my friend has one that I I've tried and with kind of mixed success and you ask them like um on a scale of one to ten how was their day but some people will just literally be like six and that's it and then like not even like with any, <laughs> anything <laughs> after you're just like okay conversation <laughs> did yeah but other people it it does work but it, it's very mixed we were saying earlier, Megan, that we one of our pet peeves in the messaging phase is when the other person doesn't ask you any questions. So you feel like you're doing all the emotional labor and like having to come up with things to say. Have you ever had that? Oh my God. Yeah, that's the worst. And when someone's just sending paragraphs about themselves, I'm like, okay, my turn now. <laughs> Can I ask me anything? <laughs> <laughs> Laura actually um, asked me earlier if I think uh, men are worse for that than women. Like, do you, do you, have you noticed? Big generalisation, but have you noticed a difference in the way men and women kind of do the messaging? Yeah, I feel like not so much that, but I feel like girls definitely put more effort into message than guys. Like they're very quick with their answers and then they're like, oh, anyway, should we grab a drink soon or should we do this? Whereas girls are happy to talk in depth, keep you like daily updates or do you know what I mean? Like it's a lot. Whereas with a guy, keep the chat minimal and they want to go for a drink, which I feel like is a bit like myself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you'd you'd take the that approach. You'd rather just be like, let's stop chatting and just get get on with it. Yeah, because I think the real thing. Sometimes I've had amazing banter and chat with someone, and then we've met up, and it's just like a completely different person. I'm like, how is she so funny? And now you've got no chat. (laughs) What would you do in that situation? Would you kind of back out of the room slowly or make an excuse or (laughs) (laughs) literally back out the room slowly (laughs) until they're just a speck in the distance? just imagining that meme of Homer Simpson like disappearing into the head into the bush. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah how, how do you with a shit date like that what do you do I feel like you have to like just sit it out no yeah yeah definitely I wouldn't I'd never be rude and just go straight away but I'd make sure it only lasted a couple of hours I'd be like oh god I forgot I've got plans to meet a friend or whatever <laughs> I'm quite brutal Although, I feel that's worse if I forgot I was meeting a friend <laughs> I do that. Okay, <laughs> sounds made up. Yeah, I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> Have you um, ever ghosted someone? Yeah. Oh, that was a long pause, Megan. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. Is that because um, it's hard to tell someone you're not interested? Yeah, definitely. I'm like a people pleaser, and I never. I know like I would hate to receive a message like that and sometimes I think maybe they're just not that into it either like if someone continued to message me after like a lot I would obviously address it I wouldn't just keep keep it going but yeah I've had a date with someone and had sex with them and then the next day I was just like "Mm." and then I just waited for them to see if they message and if they didn't and I didn't then we just never spoke again (laughs) but at least it was me yeah that I don't know if that counts as a ghosting because you're both yeah that's all right it must have been terrible god (laughs) yeah both to be like (laughs) we'll leave that it was a nice night let's leave it there (laughs) so now that kind of lockdown restrictions are lifting a bit are you considering going on some like socially distanced dates with these people you're talking to yeah definitely I think next few weeks it's annoying the weather was so good and now it's awful because I, I would love like a little picnic day I'm really loving just taking it back to basics and not going to like fancy restaurants and bars I just love being outdoors so 
definitely get a few picnic dates in I reckon next week yeah it's very romantic isn't it it's quite like um what we're saying old-fashioned courtship like milady here's the hand (laughs) (laughs) as you can tell I am not very good on dates um but yeah it's quite nice I think they're kind of calling it like slow dating whereas before we were kind of in such a rush I guess I hate that everything has a name though when I say they're calling it I've called it that sorry Elsie (laughs) (laughs) and now I've personally insulted you (laughs) yeah I feel like Megan if anyone wants to impress you they should now slide into your dms with like some M&S picnic nibble like (laughs) orders a hundred percent I love olives and red wine just letting everyone know there you go slide on in (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us it's been really fun um Elsie's gonna I was gonna say use your chat up line but you actually didn't have a chat up line so useless no I'm gonna be more um um assertive maybe that's how you've inspired me yeah you're gonna channel Megan's energy into your dating apps yeah I'm just gonna be you know more confident what I want and if you have a bad date just back away slowly (laughs) 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 awesome thank you so much Megan thank you Megan I've loved talking to you oh thank you for having me it's been so fun (laughs) thanks bye cheers bye uh Elsie did you love her as much as I do I did really love her and Yes, as having never watched Love Island, I didn't really have any... I think what she said at the beginning is so true. I didn't really have any idea of who she was, having not seen how she was like edited in the show. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of wanted to be my friend. Mm-hmm. She's so <laughs> I hope cool. she doesn't listen to this part. She was she, oh, <laughs> just fantastic. fangirling. I um, but I also thought her comments about slut-shaming were really... Um, they made me think because... Um, you know what you were saying about her comments I actually think and this is generalizing but I think women are quite bad for slut shaming women definitely I mean I think this is a huge issue with patriarchy in general sorry to bring in the patriarchy rant but like because it's so present in society it even like women internalize misogyny as well and and often when we kind of slut shame other women it's because we've been socialized to it's not that you know we're all bitches it's just that we're victims of the patriarchy in the same way that men are so like it's almost recognizing that in yourself and learning not to be like that you do have to unlearn it Um, yeah sorry I went on a bit of a rant there no but it was just honestly just making me kind of you know when she was talking I was just thinking about it like I bet a lot of those comments are from women and yeah yeah, like why kind of makes sense of yeah when you say that why we do it but Mm -hmm. um I know I just loved her kind of attitude and like Especially as I know whenever I ask you guys, our readers, um, our readers, our listeners for mm-hmm. questions and so many of them are around, I would say, like confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think hearing from someone like her, I think will massively help people. I think so too. I love her energy. I wish I could just channel her in my day-to-day life. I feel like I'd be a lot more at peace instead of a nervous, anxious wreck. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I wish you could be a bit more Megan as well. <laughs> right. I'm just, oh, sh- oh God. you're getting me back because I had a go at you in the intro yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm bitter about it you called me out for my, for my poor work ethic <laughs> <sighs> it's it. all right <laughs>
Should um, we go now? This brings us to the end of this episode of Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. Thanks to Megan for joining us and to you guys for listening. If you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas, message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitan's All The Way With was recorded remotely by Number 8 Studios and is available to download on Acast, iTunes and all the usual podcast apps. See you next week. Smashed it. 